Well, for the first time, Lunchables are eligible to be served to nearly 30 million children under the, under the rules of the National School Lunch Program after Kraft Heinz altered two of its products to qualify. Lenny Bernstein, health reporter at the Washington Post, says the weak standards that govern federally subsidized school lunches illustrate the power of the food industry in Congress. Lenny, what's happened? What has happened is that Kraft Heinz decided that there was a market in uh, school lunch and reformulated their iconic meal that I think most of your listeners know about uh, slightly to fit the school lunch guidelines. So uh, there's a little more whole wheat grain in it. There's more protein in it. There's a little bit more salt in it that came with the protein. And it qualified under the rules that the federal government sets for school lunch. And so this fall, uh, any school district in America that participates in the National School Lunch Program could buy Lunchables for their students. Are we serving our kids garbage, Lenny? I would not call this product garbage. It, uh, As many people probably know, for a lot of kids, school lunch is the most nutritious meal of the day, possibly of the week. Yeah. And uh, these these Lunchables qualifies under the guidelines set by the government. What we should ask ourselves is, uh, if that is true, why do we have guidelines that allow this level of processed food? The, the federal guidelines make no mention of processed food. Well, in recent years, that has become very clear that processed food is linked to obesity. Obesity is linked to diseases like type 2 diabetes and fatty liver that our children have never had before. And we, at the current moment, do not speak to processed food in the National School Lunch Program. Wow. So is the food lobby in charge of school lunch requirements? No, I wouldn't say that. I would say that they lobby heavily, they have a tremendous lobbying budget, and they uh, certainly influence school lunch requirements. But I wouldn't say they're in charge. Uh, In 2010, you guys probably remember, um, Michelle Obama essentially remade school lunch requirements. But the way, and, and, and it was a huge debate, and there was a titanic fight in Washington over it. And what eventually they were able to pass was guidelines, not guidelines, requirements that limit certain nutrients. There is a cap on salt. There's a cap on saturated fat. There's a cap on whole wheat. I'm sorry, uh, that's wrong. There's a requirement that there be a certain amount of whole wheat, a certain amount of protein, certain amount of calcium. Well, we all know from making our own meals that food doesn't work that way. It doesn't fit neatly into categories. Mm -hmm. And so what people who want to see something different say is you've got to address the entire meal, right? What does that entire meal look like when the kid sits down to eat it? Nobody thought Lunchables, nobody intended in 2010 for Lunchables to be one of those meals. Wow. We're speaking with Lenny Bernstein, health and medicine reporter at the Washington Post. They've got a good story called How Lunchables Ended Up on School Lunch Trays. Uh, Take it outside the borders of the U.S. What do other countries do? Well, I found this one of the most remarkable things that I learned during the course of this uh, reporting for this story. 
Um, France, uh, which I looked into uh, in depth, always has put a premium on healthy lunch. Uh, it is a point of pride in you know neighborhoods in Paris uh, where I talked to, to some people to the point that if you're a politician there, uh, some local politicians, that school lunch better be damn good uh, or you're in trouble. Um, there's just a whole tradition in, in France of healthy meals and meals as education. They want kids to understand healthful eating. They want kids to understand nutrition. There's a whole different philosophy about it. It's not just fuel to get the kid to three o'clock. Another thing, Gordon, if I might belabor this point, a lot of kids in these other countries, you know what they drink at lunch? Water. They don't fight over, you know, 1% milk versus 2% milk, uh, you know, Gatorade light versus, you know, Diet Coke. You get the kids water. And that is a really good idea from where I'm sitting. Thanks, Lenny. Lenny Bernstein, health reporter at The Washington Post.